Welcome to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Tonight we have guest Jim Cornelison of the National Anthem fame and riding shotgun, the queen of common sense, Patty Vasquez. I want to give a shout out to Scott Shapiro. I know some of you guys have heard about me being a lawyer, but if you have been injured on the job and need compensation, you may be entitled to payment that you don't know about. Not only payment for while you have medical treatment, but payment while you're off work and other compensation as well. Attorney Scott Shapiro has been helping injured workers for over 20 years in Chicago. Call him at 312-648-8800 or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. The law offices of Scott B. Shapiro are a full-service law firm, and in addition to workers' compensation cases and work injuries, the law office can handle any and all of your legal needs, including entertainment law. All consultations initially free of charge. So do not take a chance and wait. Once again, 312-648-8800 or check out his website at www.scottshapirolegal.com. Call Scott today. And now for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Welcome to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar and riding shotgun, the queen of common sense, Patty Vasquez. I feel like you entered this podcast in a much more charge. Like you feel like you vocally have to step up, don't you? Today? Yeah, I think for tonight's guest, you're gonna have to fucking step up your voice okay. big All time. Right. I, I, it's <laughs> like it's gonna be. You could. He's laughing three rooms over. He's not even in the room yet, and they can hear him. So, uh, but yeah, we're, are you ready? It's exciting. We're gonna, we're gonna yes. have a fun time. Thanks for coming, Patty. And uh, our guest tonight is none other than anthem singer Jim Cornelison. Jim. Hi. How are you guys doing? Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Thank and you by for the way, us. we had to we had to put the mic six feet away from him. That's how loud he is right now. So <laughs> stop yelling, Jim. It's just the podcast. Chill out, okay? Well, if we were on a date, Paul, I would uh, <laughs> I would get my mouth real close to your ear and I would speak in hushed whispers. It'd oh, be okay. much more romantic. Your hushed whispers <laughs> are probably louder than my loudest screams. Isn't a singles podcast kind of like doing a match profile audio leave for oh, the people like that, that you yeah. have? You know, yeah. like like I feel more pressure doing this than <laughs> any performance or or uh, uh, interview that I have done, and I've done hundreds of them. Yeah, so. I know. No, this wow. is gonna be fun. You're gonna have fun. First question we have to ask. It's not a hard question. We start mm-hmm. easy. You are single, correct? I am single. Okay. How the fuck are you single? <laughs> like you are wearing a huge hawk's ring, and Stanley you're Cup on champions. TV yes. all the time. You have this booming voice. You're Six foot 20, <laughs> great looking guy. Like how, I mean, how is it? This is by choice. It has to be by choice. Well, it certainly is now. I, I went, uh, I was married 20, I was married 20 years and I had a couple of uh, uh, roughish uh, relationships and then uh, uh, a, a little light dating. I, I must have, I tried online dating. You okay, did. So how uh, would you need to try online dating? Because I wanted to try something that I thought might be more normal. What everybody is, else is, is doing. That, that makes like, sense. And it's not normal. Online dating is not normal. <laughs> it's weird. But How long did but, it take you to figure that out? Well, it, I knew it would be weird, but it was a question of not normal versus, okay, when you're at a, a, a sports bar or uh, a sporting event and you're in the bars and everybody's drinking and you're walking around in a suit 
and you have this ring on your hands you've just sung and everybody knows who you are and then they want to take pictures yep. or have autographs you can't have a coherent conversation right. with anybody it's a it's a bad place sure. for me to to take a date can't go and incognito then, right right and then when you meet people they're really hyped up probably a little bit buzzed and and it just is a weird place to have sure. normal interaction uh, sure. with a human being so you try to have it online and that I mean, there must be some science to that. I haven't quite figured out yet. How long did it take for you to figure out that online dating wasn't wasn't the thing for you? Uh, after about 20, 20 different women. 20 <laughs> dates? <laughs> wow. No, tw- I had about a year and a half. I went out with uh, 20 different, probably uh, about 20 different women. So you gave but, the college try for well, sure. Well, I gave it a college try. Some were just, you know, lunch dates. Some uh, maybe uh, over a couple months or, or some I, I met not online. Um, but uh, I, I kind of burned out uh, okay. for a while. So so. Not, well, when you say online, were they on those like Tinder or Bumble or anything yeah, like that? Yeah, Tinder and Match. And my goodness, I just discovered Bumble a week ago. Oh, no. Oh, there you go. Holy goodness, world. I, I feel like I've died and gone to heaven. It's uh, <laughs> You give women the control you give them uh-huh. on Bumble versus Tinder or Match. And different play. Oh, it's just a different dynamic i love it what is your okay so i'm on bumble and uh i get people that come up to me saying hey i've seen your stand-up it happens a lot and then mm-hmm. people want to talk to me for you everybody if you've matched with knows who you are already i assume okay i will get some of that but part of my attempt to have normal interaction with people is whenever uh, I was on Match or Tinder first, right? Uh, that's what I was on for almost two years. And anytime somebody would say, hey, uh, I love how you, you uh, sing the anthem, or I love anything like Blackhawks anthem oriented, I would just say, thank you very much. I really appreciate it, you know? Right. And I, and that was it. And was not done. engage after that? I, yeah. can, I can meet people who are Blackhawk fans or, 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 or complimentary. If that's the starting conversation, I have that socially all the time. Sure. I was trying to have a different just start from a different place. Right. Did you have you? Well, if they're not Blackhawks fans, you still go out with them, though, right? Or is that no, like, you're that's, like that's kind of deals what over? It, it's like you're kind of seeking you, people out who want to know right. you for you and don't right. have everything else attached the baggage. But the it. funny thing is, I went out with a few women who were Blackhawk fans, and they sit there right across the table from me on a first date and tell me about how many Blackhawk games they went to and how much they loved them, and, and that was their favorite sporting team. And I would just kind of nod and smile inside, know? and they didn't get it. They get wouldn't. Out. It was so funny and then uh, at some point i would i would tell them and uh the the looks on their faces yeah. or i remember one girl in particular she just dropped her head on the table and she wouldn't pick her head up and then when she finally did she said i'm so embarrassed Aww. she just yeah it was a little it was it was sweet i wasn't trying to be mean <laughs> or anything it's just not where i want to start with somebody did you do on your on your profile pictures though on all these are, are is it is there any hints that people would know that it was you like are you like is there a picture of you singing the anthem no i don't put any picture of me singing i think i have a picture of me with uh with an alligator and uh that's a good good look i'm resting my arm on the alligator and i have the ring on my finger but nobody sees that they just see the alligator they see me and i'm kind of leaning on the alligator yeah yeah you'd have to blow it up you know make the picture bigger 
So what were some of the uh, worst experiences you've had on those uh, sites or even on the other dates in the last two years you've been on? Like without naming names, like what happened that we were uh, like? You know, I, I was real good at if things started to feel weird or real negative or something, I, I'm just I'm done at the emailing or messaging stage. Okay. Okay. So the worst experiences I've had, and I think this is true with a lot of guys, is a woman puts a picture that's five years out of date or doesn't show mm -hmm. that she's carrying more weight maybe than what she or you or right. want. And that's about a bad experience for a guy on a Cat first fishing. date. Yeah. Yeah. But girls, man, the ones they'll tell you, you know, like they, they went out and uh, uh, I guess height guys lie a lot about height, but uh, things like, <laughs> yeah, like the hair doesn't down. count, Paul. The hair doesn't count. We just addressed that. Yeah, oh, Paul. Yeah, that is teased up pretty high. Yeah, there. it gives me another six inches on yeah. in my height. But that's uh, it. Like one girl was telling me about sitting down, and the guy said, "Well, we might as well jump into this immediately." Uh, you know, I'm a flat earther. Oh, and, uh, that's good to know ahead of time. That is good to know. That's yeah. I would think you'd want to know that before you did sit yes. down with them. That could have come out in the messages if I you think really. So. Just put it on your profile that I'm a, I'm flat, a, flat, I'm a flat earther. And good luck with that. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let us know how gravity's working for you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't say I've had any really, really bad Never, uh, like, experiences. Never like where you've wanted to like just have it end, want to walk, go to the bathroom and not come back. <laughs> no, I mean, there were, there were dates certainly where I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere. Right. But I... Uh, I also can enjoy just talking to people, yeah. Okay. you know, and, and just having a nice time. Let it be what it is. And, um, and a, so nothing really bad. That's very healthy. I, I'm the same way. And it sounds like you do a lot of vetting in the emailing and texting process before you meet with them. Yeah, for sure. That's what, the, what are some of the negative things that you've said you've uh, come across and you know that it's done? Well, there, even was a, there was a woman who was out of state who was on match. And uh, um, I can't remember what I said to her. She came back with something. Uh, and we we go back and forth a little bit. She starts kind of complaining about how Match, you know, she's been on it for a while. She didn't realize her thing was still her account was still active. She wanted it to, you know, expire. And I said, uh, well, you know, what's your experience been like? Oh, it's been horrible. These people are just, it's just not what I expected at all. Just a bunch of losers on oh. here and the and and like a, a, you know, Match was supposed to cancel my membership and they never. You know, they never get my pictures right. I mean, it was just a, a tirade, yeah. and I just, uh, I never responded to it, you know. <laughs> I, I can't have that kind of negative, right. negative And, and negative by energy. losers, you mean the people that are responding to you? Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you the other one is uh, uh, oftentimes people put in their profiles like, me, this is me, and then you, and then like all these demands about what you are, <laughs> oh. and I just thought, you know, can't go there. I'm not going to try to fit <laughs> no. your bill. I just see you later. And some of those, some of those lists of demands are pretty extensive. I, I, I just wonder <laughs> where people are at in their head yeah. when they're so, writing that stuff. Sounds like it'll turn into a hostage situation. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. You, you'll find some stuff on there. It's just like scary, right? It's yeah. like, oh my God. Octung, snap two. <laughs> Forget it. Holy I'm out of here. <laughs> have you have you had situations where being the anthem singer, and this is something we ask all our entertainers, like just because you you've gotten you've gotten a date or you've hooked up with girls because they're like, oh my god, you are the anthem singer. It's got to have happened. Am I supposed to confess to hooking up with girls, Paul? <laughs> I mean, it's your decision. I mean, you're on you are under oath. I feel like I forgot uh, to mention. Okay, this well, I've had deposition. I've certainly had dates that have happened because I was that's the good. anthem singer. Absolutely, okay. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. Seems like 
That's about conclusion. all I have to say about that. <laughs> I go, I am. Uh, Do they ask you to I'm, sing on these dates? <laughs> What's Do that? Do they ask yeah. you to sing when you're on a date? Oh, people ask me to sing all the time. On dates? I, oh, somebody on a date. Hey, well, let me sing something for me, especially if they didn't know I was a singer or, you know, right. they didn't like, know what the I audio. do for a living. Let They're me- like, let me hear it. You know, it's like, I, you know what, you can Google it or if you want to pull up a YouTube video, ha- go have ahead. Have you gone on like a karaoke date and then you're like, um, <laughs> let, me, let me help you with that. And then you just go, I feel like that's where you that's would a great you karaoke? idea. How do you not go karaoke? I've karaoke three or four times yeah. in my life. That's it. I do karaoke it. with him. I'm sorry. The you most fun the- I ever had was at Tipster's Village Pub out yeah. there in Riverside. That place is a riot on a Saturday night for karaoke. It's What's your go-to song when you went? Besame Mucho typically which is also my go-to song when <laughs> maybe you have a few drinks you're talking to a girl she really keeps bugging you or she really wants to hear you sing something so then you pull her close and you get your you know you sing to her with your mouth about two inches from her what's ear. the song Besame Besame mucho. Mucho. kiss me a lot right oh, it's yeah. kind of yeah, wow, yeah. Right. it was an old standard when i had my opera career as well as my dad's favorite song i learned it Aww. after he died in 95 so yeah, see, look at that. Listen to the sounds you just made. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh sing it for oh, us now, nice. actually. No. I'm like, you see the effect but, this has? It's but no, I, I just love that you learned it Would after you like your father passed. Would you like to hear the story about my pinky ring? <laughs> what is the story about your pinky ring? <laughs> my, my mom was a nurse in World War II, and she got it over there. She traded two cartons of cigarettes and uh, got the ring, and she gave it to me when I was in high school. She passed this last March. Oh, this. I'm so sorry. I, yeah, see? I mean, any of these bleeding heart stories work real well. Well, yeah. With the, uh, <laughs> well, with I'm also the, a historian. The... I'm like, I'm a nurse in World War II. That's yeah. an amazing story on how she got that ring. Yeah, yeah. it actually it actually is. Yeah. That's a great, that's a better story than the other ring that you probably get here more about, which is. Oh, like this is a pretty great story, too. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, of course, I'm wearing the Stanley Cup ring right now because right. we have the Blackhawk game tonight. Right, right. Are you, are you working tonight? I am. Okay. What time? Yeah. What's what time is puck drop? Uh, seven thirty-eight probably. Okay. It's okay. listed as a seven thirty. Yeah. Just want to know if my show's gonna be delayed. Go ahead. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know if anybody's listening to it? Is yeah. That no. It? It's, it's, no. Her guys, show gets goes on later. Yeah. I started at like twelve thirty the other night because you guys were because they were in uh, Vegas. So. I had a I had a really nice uh, uh, lunch date on Sunday, and uh, I I told her that I was doing this today, and uh, I said, "Is there anything that you wanted to say?" And she said, "Uh, uh she said yes." Tell people to live up to their word. Well, that's a lot like what you were saying about people. Honor your word, yeah. 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 The way you present yourself. But I I also learned, uh, you know what ghosting is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know. Uh, I mean, I, I, <laughs> that's right. No, I mean, I've done it. I just didn't know there was a word yeah. for it. It's where you just disappear or the right. other person just disappears, right? And then there's a new term called zombieing where they disappear for a while and then they reappear later. Oh, it's really? Zombieing. Yeah. Zombie. Zombie. And when they come back, they want to eat you alive. Yeah, yeah pretty Is much. That a, yeah. yeah. It's payback. And not in a fun way. No. Yeah. So. <laughs> Is that ever a fun way? <laughs> it just depends. There's a, yeah, keeping your word, that's another thing for dating for you. I think uh, it's got to be hard with your schedule to get dates, because uh, to, to set up dates, not get dates. But uh, in terms of, I know as, a, as an entertainer myself, a lot of people get frustrated because I have shows every night. And so you, you either meet late which for in your case would be after. Right. Yeah, but you're after. a comedian. He sings the national anthem. I, I think they'll work with his schedule. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just not for yeah. nothing. I'm seeing a little you're more flexibility. You're the voice of reason, Patty. I'm just seeing a little more flexibility in people's approach to... I, you, know, you know, I, I do about uh, 200 events a year, but then I also have other uh, like networking right. events or social events that are personal to me, you know, outside of being 
the right. anthem singer. So evenings and weekends, of course, are, are the times that productive people in our society have free. Sure. So uh, it's, it is a problem, Paul. Get right. back to your So going your point. back to before I was interrupted for being a comedian. Women will be more flexible with, with Jim. <laughs> reminded that I don't have a booming voice uh, by Patty, the voice of reason, formerly the voice of yes, reason, again. now the voice of <laughs> The annoying voice in your ear. Yeah. <laughs> um, the do, how do do women think that you're kind of blowing them off or are they pretty understanding right. that hey you know i've got all these networking commitments obviously with the hawks and other things going on in your life and the games which are at night or the prime hour where people like to go on dates do they are they like are you how do, how do you deal with that well i don't okay uh <laughs> and maybe that's not to my credit but uh you know like i said i was married 20 years, had a couple rougher relationships, and one of the greatest pieces of advice a, a, a good friend, female, gave me a couple years ago is, Jim, don't, don't try so hard. Just observe. And if I, if I feel like I'm having to unravel problems, um, I, do any of you ever have that experience yes. where <laughs> in your mind you're on a hamster wheel right. and you're just kind of churning yes. this problem over and over trying to figure out how to solve it? Yeah. I'm not... Uh, I'm not going to do that I'm, uh, anymore. It's self-preservation. Well, you know, yeah. I want to live life and enjoy it. I want to be yeah. engaged with what's going on around me. I don't want to be stuck in my own head trying to fix fix problems when the answer is really very simple. It's like I I had a event. I had a game. Yeah. I had to go do it. That's it. Right. That's all. Yeah. It's it's what I do. And if it's not if that's too much of a problem, what do you do? Well, uh, that's my I'm not going to change. Though what I do right that's my point is that it's kind of a defining thing for you and if somebody else can't take that as part of the package that's a problem yeah and do do things come up in your schedule where it's like last minute you have to cancel and people are like the woman that said keep your word have you had to like cancel events because oh do you mean was she was the subtext to that (laughs) that I had done something something? that I did not keep my word right (laughs) no I haven't kept my word I'm I'm a really honest guy and I'm very uh and i'm very direct so i have a lot of trouble in fact with people who are not really honest or i'll give you an example i um i I dated this woman a few times and uh talked to her about doing something on a upcoming friday and she said well this is around christmas time i've already made plans you know i'm supposed to be at this event and if i don't come it's going to really disappoint them well, lo and behold, we were at the same event. She wasn't at an event with them. She was at an event with a he. Oh, and, wow. I, you know, what, what, could you, what, what difference does one slight Sli- alteration yeah, yeah. in wow. a word make? Like, hey, Paul, uh, let's sign this business contract or let's do all, let's, let's, <laughs> I'll pay you to do this performance or I'm going to pay you to do these performances. Multiple, right. 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 It's all the difference in the world. And maybe... You know, maybe she was just uncomfortable saying that she was going to be, but I'm, I'm, puts me, it's a huge red flag for me. Sure. Yeah. Any kind of uh, equivocating or dishonesty. Yeah. No, I think it's hard for people to confront that issue, especially in this world where you're dating, you're, there's uh, uncertainty in what your relationship was with her maybe, and she didn't know if she should bring it up or she didn't want to ruin her chances with you probably. So, yeah, we were which is not fair, you know. It was, it was a little bit unsure. Yeah. But that's. Just be okay. honest. Yeah. I mean, uh, we all go through that, you know. Sure. Where, where is your feelings versus my feelings, right? Or right. where are your feelings versus my feelings? And th- it doesn't always happen at the same time. Sure. And part of being an adult, I'm 53. I mean, you know, not everything in the world happens the way I want it to happen, including with 
with women. Sure. You know, let's grow up and all. It's being on the same page. And being yeah, flexible, person. too. Yeah. So what happened when you saw her at the event? Did you uh, confirm? Uh, I was like, just really polite. Where's the other guy? <laughs> I was just, no, I, yeah, where, is where, where's where the other? are they? <laughs> yeah. Did you say that? <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I was just really polite and, uh, um, and then left. Sure. Did no. you go out with her again or did she apologize? I did. I went out with her one more time because we had another date uh, kind of scheduled. Mm -hmm. And it was one where I really you wanted to have word. a date. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I just said, you know what? Um, well, look, I've gotten good at putting different parts of my life in, in a cabinet drawer. So you put, like if, you, if I'm having uh, some kind of argument with my ex-wife or there's some tension there, you take it and you put it in that drawer and you shut it. Believe me. When you come back to it, it's still going to be there. Sure. So and, and when I went out with her, I just kind of took that issue. I put it in the drawer and I shut it. And I said, I'm going to go out and have a great time this night. And I did. had a great time. But I, I never opened that drawer again. Um, at that time, I just wasn't in a good, you know, I just wasn't in a place where I had the fortitude to do it. So because when my mom died last spring, I really, this last Sunday is the first time I've been out with anybody in seven eight months okay just because you, you, you emotionally overloaded just didn't yeah. want any had no space for anybody have you have you uh have you is it because you don't want to you don't want to talk to people and explain like your thoughts and you're not at a level where you have that personal relationship with people that you've known in other words it's more of a shallow relationship yeah. when you first start you know it's um I've learned to circle people for a while. Oh, that makes circle? sense. Yeah, like if if we're gonna if it's gonna happen, let it happen organically. I mean, can I actually meet you and talk to you? Maybe even go out with you again, and we have some fun. And it doesn't have like too much. It's not loaded up too much, you know. Give me a chance, and you get a chance too. We kind of get to know each other. Then we can decide if we want to really date or not. You Makes know, sense. I don't mm -hmm. like to let people into my life too quickly. I've learned that that can cause me, opens me up to a lot of uh, uh, a lot of uh, drama, emotional turmoil, and distraction that I just don't uh, I don't need. Yeah, I have a lot going on in my life. A lot of things I want to accomplish. I want to be productive. I want my head to be involved with with those things and you don't want to you don't want to have negative energy impacting yeah paul i'm thinking of uh, I see uh doing a fractional lease on a sailboat this summer you know that should be good for the dating life right D there you go sure <laughs> sure but, but i want to go out and sail is what i want to do and i want to go out and enjoy it and i want to invite friends yeah. men and women kids whatever and uh just enjoy yeah. enjoy life and, and I, the last thing i need to do is <laughs> you know just get attached to somebody or let yeah. them into my life too fast and it and it takes me out of a uh, what i'm in a good place yeah i'm in a good place right now that's great yeah. that's good to hear yeah it sounds like i mean it, i didn't know that you were ever in a bad place it sounds oh i've like taken my lumps i mean okay. i went through divorce and uh, uh and i don't think that's easy or fun for anybody my kids were eight and 13 when oh. we did it you know that was really tough do yeah. you do you want now that you've you've been married do you see yourself getting married again or do you what's your what's your opinion? i really have just not tried to answer the question quite frankly <laughs> I, I know uh i oh, would like good. to find i think having um a relationship with somebody where i feel like they're really able to contribute to my life um as well as i'm able to contribute to theirs and i mean that like intellectually and 
um, socially, career-wise in some ways, um, every, every kind of way, you mm -hmm. know, just exploring life and like you learn something from them, they learn something from you. And, um, and then, I don't know, we'll see. I'm certainly not close to it. I just, it's not a, a driving force. Uh, to get married again is not high on my priority list. Well, you already you already have kids, so I, right. That's part of the reason a lot of people get married is so right. they can have kids. So you already have that that checklist that yeah. check checked off, I guess, for lack right. of a better word. You know, I dated a lot of women in their thirties uh, for a while, and uh, man, I, I women in their uh, mid to late thirties and early forties, I just think they're so beautiful. <laughs> 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 I'm 53, you know, whatever. It's uh, uh, I do. I think they're so beautiful, but I, I, um, I, I just will. I, I, I'm not gonna date any woman in in that age group who does not already have children. Right, because otherwise it's there's just, a sense of urgency for yeah, some women too. Yeah, and it, uh, it just difference in kind of life experience. They're not on the same page in the sense if they already have kids, you have kids, and you guys can kind of like focus on. Getting to know each other, I guess. It's hard to tell what pressure. some pe people are thinking sometimes. You can mm -hmm. tell them I'm not going to have kids, but that doesn't mean that they don't hope that you're going to change right. your mind. Right. And if a person, oh, that's yeah. a huge decision. It's natural and normal for somebody to want kids. Who am I to stand in the way of that? Mm -hmm. I mean, if you really care for somebody, I think you have to, uh, you have to kind of cut yourself off on yeah. that one. Because look, if they don't and they did want them, you're going to end up with bitterness, and oh, I don't want to be the focus of anybody's bitterness. Well, that's the thing. A lot of times where I've been in relationships where people will say, well, I don't see, where is this going? And I'm always, my answer is like, well, why does it have to be going anywhere? Let's kind of just see where it, go, where it goes. We don't have right. to, that's kind of usually where they're like, fuck off. And, <laughs> <laughs> but you're, I mean, if you're, and I'm pretty open about it too. I think we're in a similar setting like that. I don't have a, a ring on my finger like you do, but I, I feel like we have a similar situation where, you know, um, you just want to see where things go and enjoy. People always want to take shortcuts. That's what I think. There's no substitute for time. If you want to say, let's see how it goes, to me, that would mean time needs to pass, life needs to come along, and we need to see how we deal sure. with this. Because if it turns into a bunch of drama, I'm out. But if we're actually able to resolve conflict uh, without it uh, efficiently and without uh, hurting one another and, and you know deal with, yeah, with life. as adults as adults, then why would I want it to end, right? And if I'm really convinced, and I don't know that I'll feel compelled to get married again, but if the other person did, then I, I could see myself being open to that. It does sound like you've had a lot of drama. Because that's... Yeah. Oh, I've, yeah. Had, I've had... Yeah, I've had, I've had drama. But have you yeah. had fun, too? Oh, I've had fun. Good. Yeah. I think I'm a pretty fun guy. You are. <laughs> yeah. I you go are. out and have a real good time with people. I've been yeah. out with you, and we've had fun. Yeah. What, from what sure. I remember. Hey, I like to dance. You know, I'm a big guy. I was going to ask you, what do you look for? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big guy, but I'm a little self-conscious about it. Do you have rhythm? It, That's what but, I was going to ask. Like, do you have rhythm? Can you dance? Yeah, I could dance. It takes a few drinks, and at least the, <laughs> the illusion in my own mind that I have rhythm. Uh, but uh, I'm not sure I'm real good at it, Paul, to your point. But uh <laughs> But I do like, I, I like to do it, you know, just go out and, and have a good time. I like to laugh. I like stand-up comedy. I like, you know, I like live music a lot. I like yeah. sporting events, but I do so many sporting events that it's kind of nice to do other things. Sure. Yeah, where do, you t where do you go? You, I know you like live music. Um, I think last time I saw you, we were at a, we were at a live music event. But where, where, um, where, do, where do you take these, where do you go on your dates? Uh, well, I think typically What's first, a night or day with Jim? What's a night or day, a day with, with Jim? A date with Jim. 
what, is, what can they expect other than what's the song? What is the Besame Mucho? Besame oh, besides besides Besame Mucho being whispered in uh, their ear. You know, I I don't know. It could be a variety of things. I mean, I remember going to the Forest Preserve once, and uh, you know, with uh, with a girl I've been out with a few times. We went down. Yeah, there you don't go there on the like, first date. No, no, no. We would walk yeah. around, explore for a while, and then we got. <laughs> We got dinner and stuff, right? And uh, so we were probably together five hours or something like that, and then she had to go. My more, uh, I don't know if diabolical is a word, but my more strategic date. Have you guys uh-huh. ever gone floating? Like floating? Say, yeah, like float 60 down in River North. The, like the the tanks? The suspension you? tanks, yeah. right. The, uh, no, okay. I've oh, heard of this, yeah. What is okay, this? Okay, all right, I'm going to share this with the world, I guess. This is my more diabolical or, or male hunter nature at work. Um, I went with uh, a, a friend who had just never done it before, a, a, a woman, right? You go in and they put you in these suspension tanks. It's a magnesium and uh, salt solution. Uh, you're in your own room, but you're naked. Mm-hmm. And you're suspended in this thing for maybe 45 minutes. Then you take a shower, you come out, right? But you're, you're, you're just laying there completely dark, totally silent. Um, when you come in, well, just to, you know, when you first come in, they're going to show you around. They're going to show you everything that you do. And you're there with this person that you're on a date with. And they're talking about, the, every, you know, taking your clothes off and taking showers and all of that, which is kind of nice because, you know, uh, you end up like one person's going to be there naked and the other person's there naked. But through eye contact and kind of like fun and flirtation, you're able to, sure. you know, you start to set kind of a, a, a suggestion. Mood. A, a suggestion. Yes, yes, yes. And then, uh, and then you go in there and you float, and you know the other person's naked too. But when you come out, you're so relaxed. You're like, oh my god, you're so relaxed. And then you're you've just taken a shower, and now you're sitting on a uh, on a chair, like say Patty. You know, we'd be sitting here, but you're like brushing your hair, and I'm like getting my hair together, and we're putting, you know, right. and we're just kind of talking, and you're in this place of like, hmm, postcoital. It's like relax, bliss, yeah. and relaxation, That's and it feels really, really intimate and it's also and open. there's this comfort level where you guys there's like your mind is cleared it, it is and yeah it's really hard to be fake i guess yeah it's that's a, a really good idea oh, no man, it's a i'm so excited and then, to oh, and then you go get like you go to a nice little place have a couple glasses of wine or whatever but you're in this completely open undefensive tension gone kind of kind of place right and as a guy i can say you always want to know how you can negotiate a woman's barriers. Right. You know? That's if you can tell idea. she's putting you the walls the up, you yeah. know? You level the playing field. <laughs> Floating, it's called? <laughs> yeah, Float, Float 60 is a place down here. There was Float. one in Lincoln Park, but I don't think it's open. I don't know if it's open anymore. Yeah, and, and they, these tanks were developed for astronauts or something back in the 60s where it's kind of an cool anti-gravity uh, kind of experience that you have in, in the tank. Dates with Jim, floating with Jim. <laughs> that should be your podcast. Yeah, really. You have floating. a podcast at the floating place. Be like, so what do you think? Like, you have microphones going. How know. often do you float? Oh, do you get a chance to do it? Yeah, I, I'll I'll get maybe once a month, something like that. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's a great go great that. move. Um, I've learned more today than I've learned. <laughs> that's amazing. That's a great great idea. Yeah. There's other, I mean, I, I remember going on a first date with a woman and scheduling a couple's massage. I didn't know what I was in for. I thought In the know, same room? Yeah, I thought we'd be go in, each into our own room 
take our clothes off and come out with like a robe or towel or something. But instead, they they talk to us and we're in this tiny little room and there's the two tables. And then they they walked out and said, "All right, we'll get your clothes off. We'll be back in in a minute." And so now you're sitting there. It was, I I had had a couple hours with this uh, woman I met her in, in a bar, but then all of a sudden you're standing there looking at each other and it's like, well, uh, her comment was she handled it really well. She was like. You planned this, didn't you? You're just, <laughs> yeah. you're just trying to get my clothes off. So, uh, yeah, uh, the two ideas you've come up with involve clothes coming off. I do notice. I notice a, a pattern here. Yes. Like, well, this other I, idea I had is we went to this beach. It was a nude beach, but the the, the, the couple's massage was not what I thought it was going right, to be. Right. It wasn't intentional. It's just that now you're in that situation. Are you going to do it or are you not? So, right. yeah. ah, off come the clothes. Go and, for it. You know. And That's then you're under the under the sheet, and they're doing the massage. And I, yeah, of course. I mean, lots of people have done that. It's and they do it because it is sensual. relaxing and mm-hmm. sensual and erotic and everything. Yeah. It's erotic and everything. That's great. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. All that stuff. All that fun stuff. Well, Jim. Uh, I hate to say this, but we're out of time. <laughs> I know, I oh, that's right. I want, want to keep going. You want to yeah. go floating with Jim, don't you? I'm going to go floating with Jim. We're no, gonna you're go not. <laughs> <laughs> we're going, Jim. Unless it's a double, you know. Yeah. We each, we'll uh, we each have a girls. And, uh, yeah. There you go. And, uh, yeah. Right. Four Jim. different rooms. <laughs> um, <laughs> four different rooms, right. We'll do a double. Where uh, where can people find out more about you uh, online? and? Uh, uh, JimCornelison.com. That's the one you. That's yeah, your that's website? easiest. I mean, I'm on social media too. I'm I'm fairly active on Twitter, and then I have stuff I'll get posted on Instagram and Facebook as well. Awesome. So I just put a, or I had my social media guy help me with uh, putting a a headshot gone wrong, uh, on on Instagram, and uh, the responses from people have been pretty funny. It's your headshot it's, gone it's, wrong. It's, it's yes. Oh, when, from when I was 27. Oh. And I was in grad school, and uh, of course, you know, lots younger, lots lighter. Um, still tall, yeah. still booming voice. I think you're. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I had all of that, but when you see it, you'll know. The woman who shot it had shot Miss America pageants, and at that time she was well into her 60s. So when was she shooting those pageants? I don't know. You know, I mean, right. this is this is 25 years ago already, right? So she had me put on makeup, uh, a base plus like do my eyebrows, and I had a mustache at that time. So they did the mustache, I gotta and see this. Uh, yeah, it's. It's um, it's not what. I never used any of them. Okay, to my credit, <laughs> I never used any of those pictures. I gotta see this. But yeah. Anyway. Well, people, that's where you've got people guaranteeing they're gonna check it out right now. Um, check him out, everybody, and thanks, Patty, Thank for being you. there. Thanks, Mike, for making this happen. Uh, I'm Paul Farvar. Actually, I'm gonna ask a request. You can say no to it, but can you sing us out? Just say singles oh only, and then we're out. Uh, yeah, singles Sing- only. Okay, here we Sing- go. Single, okay, singles here we go. Bésame, bésame mucho, como si fuera esta noche la última vez. Bésame, bésame mucho, que tengo miedo perderte, perderte después.